Hello. Welcome. It's episode 9. I'm episode 9 now. Episode 9. It's 9 weeks. 9 weeks. It's like 2 months. 2 whole months. 1 sixth of a year. 2 months. Do you remember when you were 2 months old? Why aren't... You're not answering. Oh, you're probably answering at home. Just walking on the bus. Sitting on the on the streets. Just saying, nope. Move on. Yeah, episode 9 now. People who don't know me in person um, don't know this about me. But uh, I got some fucked up kind of stories about my dad. You know, my dad kind of took off when I was... 13 or so and uh moved to michigan to stay with his you know to go live with his his other family and i I was uh raised by my by my mom yeah my dad used to say a bunch of weird things a weird relationship with him one thing he used to always say to me is he uh, i would be like it smells which like is the only kind of you don't usually as an adult you don't usually walk in a room be like it stinks it'd be stinking in here you know Unless you're you're joking, but as a little kid, you're like, ha, 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 it smells like poop, you know, just you know, because you you suck as a little kid, and uh, I used to you know be a smell, you know, what's what's that smell? And uh, my dad used to, without fail, used to say, it's your upper lip. And I don't, I don't, I'm 30 now, and I don't know what that means. I don't know if it's just him being clever because your upper lip is right under your nose. Somehow I, I keep, you know, I kind of keep, my instincts are saying that in some kind of, like, cunnilingus joke. It was awfully weird, you know, nine-year-old, eight-year-old kid, constant, you know. And it seems like he, you know, he there are multiple things with with cunnilingus with my dad. Like, you know, I, again, like eight or nine, he used to always tell, uh, he told me this multiple times. And me, too. Like, not just, like, people around me. Like, it'd be bad if he was just telling his, his buddies over and over. But he said to me, like, multiple times, like... My my parents got me a BB gun when I was young. They told me that I had to eat anything I shot, so I shot the little girl next door. Being my you know, being my mother, you know that that uh, he's talking about there, um, you know, implying like something you know pretty pretty ghastly. Um, I don't know why he was you know it seems like you know he talked to me about cunnilingus a lot. Which, you know, is probably why I was so good at it when I was nine. Ladies. Want to go back in time? Have sex with nine-year-old Gary? Um, yeah. Pretty ridiculous. Like, there are all kinds of, like, weirdly, overtly sexual things with my dad. Without being, no, you know, no grab-ass or anything. Like, no, like, you know, never, nothing like that. But just, like, weird inappropriateness. You know, uh, there's this time we were in a restaurant he had like all these hillbilly friends we were hanging out with one of his hillbilly friends and uh, I put my arm through the sleeve of my coat and kind of reached out of the aisle at this restaurant and just wrapped my you know just like a, hit this this large woman right right in the the flaps like right in her you know undermouth you know just wrapped my thumb around her lips you know through her jeans dead on like dead dead on like my hand was some kind of like clit seeking missile and uh you know i was all embarrassed and my dad and his uh his his crazy hillbilly friend were just like cracking up 
And one of them, I can't remember if it was my dad or the, the crazy hillbilly friend was like, look, little Gary's got his first piece of poon. And it was just like, holy shit. Like, what, you know, at the time I, I have no, I can't remember what I thought of it at the time, but thinking about it now is just like the weirdest, weirdest, weirdest thing. The thing about this kind of like these times I was around him. Um, he was a drinker. Like he used to drink, uh, you know, just like Pabst or Bud or some you know cheap shitty beer, like all the time. Big drinker. And I may have told this story on a, uh, a dino cast before, but I'll tell it again. Um, he was going to take, uh, me and Austin cliff, who you may remember from the last episode. He's the other member of uh, HWP, um, to great America. Some, some Saturday, some weekend he had visitation and, uh, he shows up in his truck and he's got this like big hillbilly pickup truck. And, uh, he's going to take us to, to great America in the back. And we live like, you know, an hour, hour and a half away from great America down the highway He's just going to have these two, and this was before he took off. So if he had done this like right before he took off, I would have been like 12 or 13. But this was well before that. Like this would have been when I was like nine or 10. Um, you know, and he wanted to just have me and Austin like just hang out in the back of this truck. You know, two two little nine-year-olds like in the back of a, a hillbilly truck speeding down the highway for an hour and a half. So so Austin's mom, you know, who uh, a wiser, wiser, gentler person, I guess, um, you know, put the kibosh on this and loaned my, uh, loaned my dad her station wagon so we could, you know, so we would not be in danger during the ride. So me and Austin got in the back of the station wagon, but, uh, my wily old father, that didn't stop him from wanting to drink during the trip. He somehow, and I haven't thought about this, but some, but it's kind of slick that he somehow like parked his car, got beer out of it and went into took that beer into Austin's mom's car without Austin's mom seeing. Cause I imagine her suspicions were probably riled up. Like, you know, my dad, he looked like, um, he had these like mirror or these like shade sunglassy aviator sunglasses and, uh, a, you know, a mustache. He looked a little bit like Mr. Van Driesen from, from Beavis and Butthead. Um, which, you know, I don't know if that reference, if people know what that is, but it's kind of what he looked like. So she was probably on high alert, you know, um, but somehow he, wily old, old dad was able to sneak some beer into the, the car. So he's drinking it. And Austin, you know, who is, a you know, at the time was, was, you know, smarter than me or just, you know, more, more safe was just like, uh, Gary, you think your dad should be drinking in the car and whatever kind of like cocktail of embarrassment or pride or, you know, whatever I was going, you know, denial, whatever I was going through, I was just like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he knows the exact amount. When you're when you're driving someone else's car with two two nine-year-olds in the back, you know, you have to know the exact amount of, of beer that's okay to drink. Like, you should drink. Don't get me wrong, but you should only drink a certain amount. And I was confident at the time that my dad knew that amount. He knew, you know, what how much beer to drink before this. And he used to, man, uh, he used to say this, he said this to Austin, he'd have this beer, um, in between his legs and he wore these like Daisy Dukes. Like, I don't know why, but my dad was always wearing like super fucking shut short cutoff jean shorts, like really, really short, scandalously short cutoff jean shorts. And he had this beer there and, and like, you know, Austin or one of my other friends that he was driving and drinking with, uh, 
would say something to the effect of like, you know, or my friend would be like, you know, what, what, what's up with that beer? You know, with like somehow express concern of the beer. And he'd be like, ah, it's to hide my Woody. And it's like, <laughs> you know, what's a, it's a, a pretty inappropriate joke, you know, like, I I understand that's where your penis is, but like, why are you hiding an erection around us, Dad? You know. Um, so there was another story. Like we were we were driving another one of my friends, uh, my friend Eric. And we were driving to Funko Land, and like anybody who got Electronic Gaming Monthly in the early '90s, you know, know these ads for Funko Land. Funko Land was a video game store. It was awesome. Like they took out full page ads that were just black and white list of hundreds of games with just a little single dollar next to them, you know, dollar price. Um, she so could sit down and like, you know, I got $7. I can afford Shadowgate. I can't afford Jackal, you know? Uh, so we were going to Funko land and I had like $4 and I really want to get uninvited. Um, cause I was a weird little kid, you know, I was just like, I'm going to play this slow adventure game. You know, there's a port from a Mac a Mac Venture game. I was like, it was a real weird little kid, but I really wanted to play Uninvited. I loved Shadowgate. I loved Uninvited. I loved all those games. Um, and but I didn't have enough money. It was six dollars. I only had four. So in this situation, you're with a parent. You know, uh, you'd think that like, you know, and this is if you're with a parent that's not just like taking his paychecks and sticking them up his nose. Like, you would think that you would just ask your father for two dollars. But somehow I knew this wasn't the case. You know, or he didn't have it. And, uh, so I asked my friend Eric, I'm like, Hey, you know, do you have $2? And Eric had, had $2, but he wanted to buy his own games. Cause he's also a little boy. Cause we were little boys. And, uh, my dad like overhears us and he's like, and we're all three of us are in the front of this truck. And he's like, give my son $2. And, uh, Eric's like, no, you know, which, uh, you know, maybe at the time I didn't realize this, but now, you know, I kind of realize that's, that's like pretty ballsy, you know, uh, stand up to an adult like that. And then, you know, Eric's like, no. My dad's like, give my son $2. And Eric said, Eric's like, no. And my dad says, give my son $2 or I'm going to hit one of these poles. And we're driving down the highway and there are all these like re reflector poles on the side of the road. Um, and Eric's like, no. So my dad just like kind of swerves a second off the side of the road and hits one of these like reflector poles. Like actually does it, you know, like we're in the car. He's like, you know, my, my attempt to extort this money out of this fucking 10 year old has failed. So I'm going to smash one of these, these things and smash his headlight, which, you know, cost more than $2, you know, to fix. Um, but I mean, really the, the kind of the takeaway from that is that ultimately, eventually I did get to play uninvited. And I would say that it is definitely within the say top 150 or so of the 300 Nintendo games I played. Um, yeah, he's, you know, he's, and he, he took off and eventually at some point, you know, I was going to visitation and at some point he just stopped calling to set it up. And then I found out that he had moved, um, and kind of found out he had, he moved back home to Michigan. Um, he got back into drugs or, or something and ended up in prison. Um, I remember in high school, I got this, this letter from him in prison and, you know, it was just, you know, full of apologies and stuff, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, the funny thing was it has this huge stamp on it. That's just like, you know, sent from Michigan state penitentiary, you know, just in case anybody happened to be near me when I got my mail, it was just like a huge like stamp sign that, you know, Gary's dad is in jail. Um, and it, the other weird thing about it was it had this stamp 
that was a hologram that looked like the UFO from the cover of the first Boston record. I don't know why, you know, that's why the those were the stamps that the Michigan State Penitentiary had, but that was the case. You know, and, and, he, and he's, you know, he's made some attempts to kind of get back in touch with me over the years, you know, a couple phone calls and everything. And I just, I ignore it because I don't, you know, I haven't figured out what I want to do about it. I don't know, partly because I, I haven't had the time. Like, I tend to take my my mental energy. Like, I could I could spend some time thinking about, you know, whether I want to reconnect with my dad and how he's getting older and everything. But instead, I take that time and I think, who would win in a fight? Whistler from the Blade movies or the Sphere from Phantasm? And, you know, that probably, you know, anyone listening to this is probably shocked by that because they've got all kinds of, you know, questions and everything. Like... Are we talking about Whistler from Blade 1 or Blade 2? Is anyone controlling the sphere from Phantasm? Um, is it an open space? Is it an enclosed space? You know, does Whistler have any of his cool weapons? Is it the sphere from Phantasm 1 or the golden sphere from the later movies? And, you know, here's the thing. I, I just haven't figured that stuff out yet. I haven't figured it out yet. Out yet. Out yet. Out yet. Many, many years I lied and said I'd seen the film Brazil. I lied and lied and I never had my fill of eyes. See the movie, it never became the truth. I could never, ever, ever, ever lie to you. Never, ever, 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 ever lie to you. are you i'm james soup i run brain camp people say to me james what the hell is brain camp i say buddy bro it's jame my name is jame there are not two of me stupid dad name me like a dick then i say brain camp tell me are you a parent are you a parent who had kidlings in the early 1990s then i ask you were they into turtles they were into turtles? Of course. Colin, yes, they were into the Ninja Turtles. All the kids were into the Ninja Turtles. Then I say, parent, did you ever let little Mike or little Mary watch the live action turtles? <laughs> the movies, you... No, I'm talking about We Wish You a Turtle Christmas. I'm talking about the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. I'm talking about the making of the Coming Out of Their Shells tour. I'm talking about the making of We Wish You a Turtle Christmas. I'm talking about that video about licking butts. I'm talking about Turtles on Ice. I'm talking about Turtles Independence Day Spectacular featuring the Rockettes. I'm talking about Turtles President Lincoln Leonardo frees the slaves during a Turtle President's Day Bash-a-thon. I'm talking about turtle hockey. I'm talking about Turtles R Ice, the one with the ice turtles. Did you watch these with your kids? Did you see those turtles' gums? Those turtle suits are horrible.
terrible. Their gums look like the color of hell. The very color of hell. They are the kind of gums that are going to melt anyone's brain. If you look at those gums, you're going to get your brain melted. Those kids, they don't got no brain. How do we get them brains rustling and hustling again? Those brains, they need to rustle and hustle. They need to think. They need to think for math. They need to think for science. They need to think for reading. They need to think for social studies. They need to think when they're doing keyboarding formatting. All these kids, they need to think, and they don't have brains. They don't have brains because of the turtles, the live-action turtles. Well, you know what you do? You send them to James Soup's Brain Camp. That's right. Brain Camp. Brain Camp. It's a beautiful camp. It's right on the shore of Lake Behahanandendrendahanan. In scenic Behahanandendrendahanan. It's a short drive from the Behahanandendrendahanandendrendahanandendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendendend
Butterfield of the Dead Idea Valhalla podcast. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends about it. Join it on Facebook, follow it on Twitter, send me an email. Um, go to your local library, read a book. You don't actually need to drink eight glasses of water a day, that's a myth. Just drink water when you're thirsty, listen to the podcast when you want to, but tell people about it always if you like it. I really appreciate it. Go to www.deadideabahala.com. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart and the top of my heart. <laughs>